0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. 9/11 was inside job. 7/7 was inside job. Government-sponsored terrorism is a welcome to the first day talk. Today is your host, Christian Talking. Today is October.
0: Twenty-first, text the to share a prayer for all of you who are fighting for humanity out there. We would like to share a prayer for the Truth Radio, Operation
2: Mayflower. Welcome to the very first Dark Ducks Digest. I am your host, Christian Coffins. And today, we are going to be talking a little bit about false flag operations and... Human Trafficking Involving Occult Ritual Abuse. At darkdocs.com, these are the main topics we mostly focus on and feel are the most important. We make it a point to expose at darkdocs.com. A little bit of background about me. I have been involved in political activism since about 1996 when i was a teenager in the punk scene in miami i joined food not bombs uh, where we helped feed the homeless because at that age i thought the most important thing was addressing um hunger in people homelessness and trying to help make the world a better place in that way and then 9 11 happened on my 18th birthday that's right i was born 9-11-1983, so 18 years later, was 9-11-2001, and I just so happened to be sick in the hospital with bronchitis, pneumonia, and the flu. A triple shot knocked me on my butt, and it resulted in me being forced to sit there and watch the whole thing unfold in front of me live on television, which, some of you might have uh, been able to do that at that time. I think it was an interesting situation where the stars aligned in a way where I was just, I had nothing else to do but watch as the discrepancies and how the narrative changed in real time. And what really did it for me was when on BBC they reported that World Trade Center 7 fell due to fires on multiple floors. While behind the reporter in the video, World Trade Center 7 was still standing. Then you had Larry Silverstein, the leaseholder for the World Trade Center, saying, We had such a terrible loss of life. And uh, And they made that decision to uh, the we watched the building collapse. So then he backpedals later and says, oh, when I said pull it, I meant take the firemen out of the building when everybody in the controlled demolition and construction world knows that pull it is an industry term for pushing the button, making the charges go off, have all of your central core columns cut at a 45 degree angle with all of your charges every couple floors going off, in sequence in order to allow an implosion at free fall speed into its footprint at that point i decided to enroll in florida international university's school of architecture in order to learn more about construction physics and see if all of the claims being made by organizations like architects and engineers for truth actually hold water. In my research, I have found a lot of professionals that agree with having a new investigation into 9-11. A lot of independent research has already been done by professionals, their results showing that there's no way those airplanes could have done what they claim to have did according to the 9-11 commission report. The whole thing doesn't make any sense when it comes to the science and when it comes to the intelligence going on at that time. At this time, I went to friends of mine who I knew were into things like Alex Jones and David Icke and Jordan Maxwell, William Cooper, and all of these sources really woke me up to a lot of things I was not aware of. As most of you know at this point, you should not make anyone an automatic leader or end-all truth to anything. A lot of these people have amazing insight and information, perspective on things that are vital to understanding the elaborate tapestry or the uh, spider web of information that is involved in everything corrupt in world history. But it is very important to do your own research from multiple sources. Look at what people you automatically feel opposed to are making claims about and look at their resources and vet those resources. It is paramount for you to get the big picture and that means knowing your opponents, knowing your enemy, and seeing who your allies actually are, and how much of an ally they are. This is the basis of the scientific method when it comes to political theory, uh, ideologies, and history. Now, what we were taught in school, of course, is controlled by the winners, by the people who are in power, And a lot of the people in power are corrupt, so you cannot necessarily trust what you learned in school. You can also not trust what you learn in college and the university system as they have been compromised and have their own agendas. On the other hand, you cannot just assume that things coming from Infowars.com or any other alternative media website are 100% truth either. It is important for you to check any claims from multiple sources. And you will also learn that Snopes.com, of course, is very biased and they spend things in their own way because they are being funded by people with an agenda as well. Speaking of people with an agenda, I want to talk about the Parkland shooting, being a Florida resident, and how a lot of things don't really add up. And for me, This is definitely the smoking gun in itself for why we cannot trust David Hogg and his intelligence agency family. On the day of the shooting, I got my camera and got on my bike and rode as fast as I could three miles from my house to the school to get as much video and get as many interviews as I could because I knew that it, this could not be another mass shooting.
0: This is not about us. Uh,
2: well, I was in my AP environmental science class when the first gunshot rang out.
0: Immediately, we looked around
2: our classroom. We told the teacher to close the door. She closed the door. Then, right when she did so, the fire was closed, and we all started instinctually stupidly, and stupidly
0: in hindsight getting up and walking out. As we were walking out, there was a-
2: Wait, so were you at home, and you jumped on your bike and rode as fast as you can? when you heard that there was a shooting at school, or were you in your classroom when you heard the first shots ring out? I'm gonna play this clip again, so you will hear that there are two different stories coming out of David Hogg's mouth. On the day of the shooting, I got my camera and got on my bike and rode as fast as I could three miles from my house to the school to get as much video and get on as many interviews as I could because I
0: knew that it, this could not be another mass shooting. This is not we're about doing, uh,
2: Well, I was in my AP environmental science class when the first gunshot rang out. Immediately, we, we looked around our classroom. and told the teacher to close the door. She closed the door. Then, right when she
0: did so, the fire alarm was closed, and we all started instinctually, stupidity, and of getting under and walking out. As we were walking out, there was a-
2: Now, what's really interesting about this clip is once we saw it, we were mortified. We were like, how is this even possible? So at darkdocs.com, we made a big fuss about it, and we played it on a on a four-hour loop on Facebook Live because you can only live stream on, on Facebook for three hours and like 59 uh, minutes or so before they end the broadcast for you. And uh, our goal was for people to kind of get info jammed with these two different stories and the interesting thing we uploaded it to youtube we also uh, put it on dark docs for download and within a day the facebook video was flagged we were logged out of our account we were blocked for community guidelines violations And not allowed to live stream on Facebook Live. In addition, on YouTube, we also got a community guidelines violation for bullying and harassment. It wasn't for copyright violation. It was for bullying and harassment, which is ridiculous. We're simply playing a clip of someone saying something, and then saying something that opposes their first story, showing that they contradicted themselves, and one of the two stories is a lie. Within 48 hours of those two community guidelines violations and live stream blocks, we were also flagged by GoDaddy.com, which pulled all of our hosting of all of our uh, websites. And they were saying it had nothing to do with anything in particular that we uploaded, just that we were using our infinite hosting accounts. We have unlimited bandwidth, unlimited hosting, Uh for file storage and not for files that are actually linked on any websites. So it was really interesting because we've had this hosting account for over 10 years and never had any problems. However, 48 hours after we posted something which caused multiple social media sites to uh, give us a a slap on the wrists, uh, this happened with GoDaddy.com. So we find it really interesting that after all of this happened, They started the March for Our Lives campaign in order to have more gun regulation. And then the people on the left are saying, we're not going after your guns. We don't want to take away the Second Amendment. We just want, they always say, comprehensive or reasonable or practical gun control, which is how it all starts. But then in this video compilation, put together by the Free Thought Project, who also has been censored recently on Facebook and other platforms, shows that's not the case.
1: We are the experts. We know exactly what we're talking about. How dare you tell us we don't know what we're about. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. criticize some of what they're saying, then all of a sudden you're the bad guy, but you... You, you, you are the bad guy. They're telling us how to act. So
0: they come marching in.
2: The March for Our Lives kids less than
0: 10% of the people in the crowd were actually under eight, the age of 18.
2: really do want to ban guns. The leaders of the march claim that they don't want to ban guns. However, their rhetoric changes many times and now they're saying they are for Nazi-style gun bans.
1: We're not targeting people's guns. <laughs> we're not trying to tear apart the second amendment yes you are we just we want people to stop getting shot we want children to stop dying at the hands of ar-15 semi-automatic rifles so
0: we're working towards more common sense gun regulations when they give us that inch that bump stock ban we will take a mile we are not here for breadcrumbs we are here for real change let's go around for solutions and what you each would suggest for solutions first and a
1: ban on
0: Assault rifles altogether. Why don't we just cut it off at the source and take away these semi automatic weapons? We start by banning these weapons of war, and no civilian should have them.
2: Civilian, that's a term used by globalists and people that are bootlickers. The term should be citizen or sovereign citizen or human being. Civilian is a non-combatant. So now they're showing media outlets like Rolling Stone, Vanity Fair, all talking about a repeal of the Second Amendment. CNN, retired justice, repeal Second Amendment. Um, it,
0: it just we're never going to get any real, you know, fundamental change in in gun control unless we repeal the Second Amendment.
2: You could also say we need to repeal
0: it entirely. And I said something like probably a month ago now that I think we need an amendment to amend the Second Amendment, not to get rid of it entirely, but to entirely reword it. The Second Amendment as constructed right now doesn't serve anyone's interest.
2: You just disappeared up your own
0: We all have to kind of bow and scrape before the gun owners and say things like, I respect the Second Amendment, but comma, as opposed to, I think there are a lot of people who feel like guns are bad. There shouldn't be a lot of guns. People shouldn't have guns. Maybe it was a good idea at the time. I reject it. What's wrong with that as a sort of North Star?
2: But but honestly, I think that's part of the problem in this country, is that nobody goes at the Second Amendment. Nothing is really going to change unless somebody talks about that. The reason why this country is different is because we treat guns as a right. Other countries treat it as a privilege.
1: Even the
0: liberal side. Uh, you know, just bowing down to the Second Amendment. And
1: uh, I don't know if that's the right approach.
0: When they give us that we will take a mile.
1: You've heard people say, you'll have to pry my gun for my cold
0: <laughs> Okay. He's
2: running for sheriff. Let that sink in. He's running for sheriff. Over a third of Democrats would repeal the Second Amendment. Majority of Democrats want to ban semi-automatics. The March for Our Lives is not a grass movement. It's an astroturf movement or an agenda to appear as grassroots, but it's really funded by outside organizations. The March for Our Lives movement was launched by billionaire money, billionaires like Michael Bloomberg and George Soros. Draconian gun control legislation is sweeping the nation.
0: Oh, I, I don't want to argue with you, but here's the legislation that you supported in Georgia. The yeah. Georgia Bureau of Investigations shall seize and take possession, possession of any assault weapon, large capacity magazine, armor piercing bullet, or incendiary 50 caliber bullet. Shall seize and take possession of. That's not voluntary. That's mandatory. By force is not what we want to do. I'm not about taking anybody's anything by force. I'm not then, about Then why did you support a law
2: that says that the state shall
0: seize and take possession of these guns? What I support is saving lives. And what saving lives is, is ban on assault rifles.
2: This is classic Orwellian doublespeak. Here are some states with new gun legislation. New Jersey, Delaware, Vermont, Oregon, Florida. We need to see that
0: we have to hold our government accountable. We have to because this can happen again if our government does not do what it's supposed to do. And I find it ironic that after all this and we've seen so many different government failures, we want to trust the government even more. The politicians on the left are trying to take away the gun rights, one by one. It will start with assault rifles, and then it will continue until they take every arm in America away from the people. Guns don't kill people, the government does. When they give us that inch, we will take a mile. You never want a serious process to go to waste what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could
2: not do before. So this is a prime example of a problem-reaction-solution strategy, which is textbook false flag operation. And the United States is not the first country to do this. Hitler burned his own Rostag building. We've had false flags throughout history. Multiple countries, it is something that is very convenient. You create a bad guy you execute a false flag operation where you fly false colors you act like someone else you hire someone else maybe you hire a patsy or sometimes money doesn't even have to change hands if you have very intelligent and skilled handlers then these handlers and use their influence to dictate the actions of another individual who thinks they are operating autonomously but have been heavily influenced by somebody else who may have an agenda because they are working with people or for people who want to sway public opinion or cause something to happen. A good example of this is shown in 112263, the mini series by Stephen King about the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and of course, with some fiction to spice it up, time travel, someone being able to go before the JFK assassination and kind of see what uh, was happening with Lee Harvey Oswald, the CIA, and other influences that were historically accurate in terms of the events and the relationships between these people in order to make Lee Harvey Oswald into a patsy. We will be discussing much more about false flag operations on future episodes. Now I'm going to transition for the second half of our broadcast into another huge problem which is human trafficking, and occult ritual abuse. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have seen, if uh, you've been tuning into Dark Docs recently, all kinds of evidence, historically, that U.S. governments and other government agencies, Hollywood and large corporations, have had this weird habit of taking children either off the street off of Child Protective Services, out of foster homes, Boys Town, Nebraska. And a really historic case in regards to that was Lawrence King's pedophile pimping outfit out of the Franklin Credit Union back in the 80s in Omaha, Nebraska, and its ties to Boystown, Town, Nebraska. John DeCamp wrote the Franklin cover-up about his investigations into this case, and it was shocking. And the revelations that were unveiled during this investigation proved to me but beyond a shadow of a doubt that what happened to these children that they described in great detail actually did happen. The Discovery Channel then made a documentary called Conspiracy of Silence, which was actually halted during its production and was never officially released, but was leaked on the internet, unfinished on Google Video back when that was still around. And a lot of us were able to download it before it was dragged down. It's now on YouTube, uh, uncensored. It was interesting how they left the censorship of this film. Maybe because they had to. So uh, our band Sacred Owls made a comic book of Chapter 1 of the Franklin cover-up and uh, wrote a song titled Conspiracy of Silence that we released with the comic book so you could listen to a portion of the Paul Bonassi story while reading a comic book about it. So here is that from Tales of Terror, issue number one, from Coffin's Comics.
0: It's a web of intrigue that starts (laughs) in our holy depotings. Boys Town, Nebraska, one of the most respected institutions in the United States, and spreads out like a spider web to Washington, D.C., right up to the steps of the nation's capital, the steps of the White House, involves some of the most respected and powerful and richest businessmen in this United States of America. And the centerpiece of the entire web is the use of children for sex and drug dealing and drug couriers, the compromising of politicians, the compromising of businessmen, the worst of all, the corruption of key institutions of government that have the duty and responsibility to make sure these things never happen. include our broadcast. Thank you for tuning into Dark Talks by with your host, Christian Hoffman. Was an
1: inside job, double talking. Was an inside job, Operation Northwoods. Was an inside job, SKO Chuck. Was an inside job, Project Hanging.
0: official key request for truth and justice please visit us online at darkdocs.com to download shows movies other podcasts cds documents music and much more for free
2: no advertisements
0: no sign-ups no terms of use no censorship no control this is information warfare this is the end of the transmission
2: As a busy weatherman, people rely on me for up-to-the-minute weather reporting, which means I need energy to keep me going throughout my day. Well, right now, you can get two Dunkin' Bacon, Egg, and Cheese sandwiches for $5. Well, in that case, the forecast calls
1: for rain, sun, partly cloudy, high, low, scattered, isolated, umbrella jacket, flip-flops with 100% chance of looking up on the Internet.
2: I've got sandwiches to eat. Humidity, dew point. Get two Dunkin' Bacon, Egg, and Cheese sandwiches for $5. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.